everyone. Welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, CBTPFL. It is Thursday. It's June 2nd. It is 2022. We're going to talk about eight baseball games today. And I say it that way because FanDuel has included the 640 games, but they are not putting the Yankees and Angels game on their slate. And DraftKings is starting their slate at 705 Eastern, and they are including the Yankees game. So it's a six-game slate on DraftKings. It's a seven-game slate on FanDuel, and we're going to talk about each and every one of these games. Joined today by Christy Metzger, Creighton 12. What's happening, Christy? Good to see you, Stevie. Yeah, I know. Kind of a interesting slate, I guess, when DraftKings and FanDuel decides to do a little bit differently. But uh, yeah, great to break down the slate with you, as always. You mean every day? Like every day their slates <laughs> are different. It, um, I know. I know. They just can't match it up. They just get it right. <laughs> it, it is. It's very interesting how it feels like every day their slates have been different this year. And I mean, this obviously isn't any different. So we're going to start with these 640 games. Again, these are on the FanDuel slate. So when one pitcher site, we're keeping that in mind as we're breaking down these games. We have San Francisco at... Miami, no total in this game. Sandy Alcantara against Alex Wood. Any interest here in Alex Wood going into Miami facing the Marlins? Um, you know, a little bit just um, based on his price. I was just kind of pulling that up here. Um, yeah, I, I think you could take a look at him. He's only 7,400 on FanDuel. Um, Miami has been playing really, really well, actually. Um, but if you're looking to save some money, certainly don't mind taking a look at him um, if you need to save. Yeah, again, one pitcher site, but Alex Wood in Miami is a huge uptick. Uh, Miami has been the worst team in baseball this season against left-handed pitching. They're striking out almost 30% of the time. They have a 77 WRC plus, a 116 ISO, and a 270 Woba. Um just a a great spot for Alex Wood, even on a one pitcher site. I think he's super playable at at this price point. So it's been a rough start, but I mean, he's had some tough spots and he's pitched in some tough ballparks to start the year. So um, I think he's only thrown three or four of his games at home. So I think it's a great spot on the road facing one of the worst teams in baseball against left-handed pitching. And then, Sandy Alcantara on the other side of this game. I mean, he's really good. Uh, you know, this is a, a very talented young pitcher. My problem on Fandle, though, he's 11K. He's 11,000. And the Giants are not a huge strikeout team. Sandy Alcantara is above average pitcher. It's just the price is what is it just jumps out to me here on a one pitcher site. It, it really does. And with the Coors game on the slate, it's really hard if you want to get a lot of those bats in there. But, you know, kind of looking at stats, though, I mean, he's been pitching. I mean, the last three games, he's pitched eight innings, nine innings, eight innings. And, you know, strikeout upside is certainly there. He had 14 strikeouts um, against Atlanta in his last outing. But, yeah, you're right. It's a little bit of a sticker shock seeing that 11K price tag on FanDuel. But, um, you know, I certainly think that he's um, – He's certainly in the conversation if you're looking to pay up for pitcher, but um, yeah, a little bit of a sticker shock, sticker shock for sure. Uh, let's talk bats here. I mean, just because I don't have a ton of interest in Alcantara doesn't mean I'm going to stack against him. I really don't have any interest in the Giants um, in this spot. 
Yeah, I don't either. I, I do have um, a lot of respect for Alcantara and, you know, again, talked about him pitching a little bit deeper into games and such too. Yeah. I just don't have a lot of interest in the bats. I think there's going to be some other um, cheaper stacks and with the Coors game on the slate, there's going to be some different ways that we can go. So I think we can stay away from San Fran. I don't really have any interest in the Miami bats either. Um, nothing really. I mean, you could play Soler, I think, if you want to. But outside of him, um, Miami's coming off of a core series back into Miami. Like, it doesn't get much different than that. Um, yeah, I just – I can't do it here on the Miami side outside of maybe Soler as a one-off. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I like your Soler call for sure. Yeah, not looking to stack Miami at all. Um, I just think there's too many other good spots that we'll get to. All right. The other 640 game is Washington at Cincinnati. This game has a nine and a half total. Reds a 135 favorite. John Alden against Graham Ashcraft. Um, any interest here in Joan Aldon? No, I really don't. Um, it just hasn't been hasn't been great. Um looking more to stack against him here, um, a little bit higher total in this game. So, um, yeah, no, no interest for me. If I'm looking to save in this, in this FanDuel slate, more or less looking probably to play um, Alex Wood. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't really have any interest. This game has a high total for a reason. Um, ballpark that's going to allow some runs for sure with these two pitchers. You know, Graham Ashcraft on the other side, Really low strikeout rate pitcher. Um, we've only had two starts, but even looking at like his triple A numbers, he's not a huge strikeout guy. He tries to generate ground balls, he's yet to give up a major league home run. Um, I think that changes here. You know, he pitched against Toronto in Toronto, he got to pitch at home once already against the Giants and didn't allow a home run. But I struggle in this spot to play him. Um, no interest for me in Graham Ashcraft. Do you have any interest here? No, I don't either. Um, like you said, there's a reason there's a higher total in this game and yeah, more interest in stacks really on both sides. I think you could play both sides today with, with Washington and Cincinnati. All right, let's talk um, Washington bats first again, only on Fanduel, but we have a pitcher that, yeah, he's done a great job of generating ground balls, but he's just not going to, he's not going to make any swing or misses here. And when you see that, you have to instantly have interest in a guy like Juan Soto. Um, and, I mean, I think the whole stack's in play, but I think Juan Soto on FanDuel is one of the top plays on the entire slate. Oh, I completely agree. And, you know, his price point is still really good, just $3,800 over on FanDuel. Like you said, he's probably one of the top bats for sure. Um, you know, I like Bell, Cesar Hernandez. Yeah, but all of those guys really are – in play and probably looking to, to get us a, a Washington stack in there for sure. Um, outside of, yeah, I mean, I think just a full on stack is what I'd be looking at here for Washington. They don't have a ton of fly ball hitters, which is a little concerning against the ground ball pitcher, but I, I still think the power for like Soto Bell Cruz, even um, Hernandez, these guys, um, not Cesar Hernandez because he doesn't have any power, but um Yadiel Hernandez. And then, I mean, the Reds here, Aldon is a very, very hittable pitcher. Um, I think this is a spot the Reds are going to stand out. Um, I mean, lefties and righties. This guy has just not been able to get out either side of the plate. Senzel Vado is, did they find the note? He's still 2,500 over there. Yeah, 
He's really Denzel cheap. Denzel is 2,500. So, I mean, if you're planning on FanDuel, the Reds are some salary relief in a, in a great spot here going up against Adam. Yeah. That's the first thing that I noticed too. And like, they're just, they're so cheap. Like you said, Sinzel 2,500 Bado, the same price tag. So yeah, I think they're going to, they're going to blend well with one of the top stat, you know, like when you're looking at the Coors game or the Dodgers game, which we'll get to, but uh, yeah, make a great cheap stack for sure. All right. Moving on to the seven o'clock games. Uh, now we could talk two pitcher sites as well. We have, we'll start here with Seattle at Baltimore. Um, this game currently at a nine total Mariners, a slight favorite here at 120. some potential weather in this game. We'll have to wait to see what Kevin Roth has to say, but it doesn't look good here the night before. Um, doesn't look good in New York either. And they're same kind of same area. Um, We'll go. It's Flexen against Lyles. Do you have any interest here in Chris Flexen? I I don't. Um, yeah, I, I really don't. I think there's other pitchers that stand out to me. Um, you know, kind of the night before that look a little bit better. I mean, he's certainly cheap, but I probably have more interest in you know stacking Baltimore, and they're really reasonably priced over on DraftKings. And I think they just make a great sneaky stack. They put up the runs again tonight. So I, there's no interest in flexing for me on this slate. Yeah, all of us, Robbie Ray players. Um, yeah. We, we were not happy about not Baltimore. Happy. <laughs> <laughs> no, we are not. <laughs> uh, Jordan Lyles on the other side of this game. Lyles, I, the one benefit for Jordan Lyles here is Every start except for his first start this season, he's thrown over 90 pitches. He yeah. is 6,700. He's going up against Seattle. There's some strikeouts in this lineup. I don't think I need Lyles today on DraftKings, but I don't think he's the craziest idea um, if you're going to be in that range. Exactly. That's exactly how I was looking at it, too. I think, yeah, if you're looking for someone really cheap, definitely prefer him over Flexen or some of the others there. Um, yeah, like you said, certainly, certainly not a crazy play. Um, if you look at, you know, really the last, you know, not even counting the last game, but I mean, he's put up some decent fantasy numbers um, over the last several weeks. So yeah, I don't think it's the craziest play in the world for sure. Yeah. And I think Keegan Thompson will be like the guy that most people turn to that's cheap. Yeah. Um, so I just think that he's a potential play, but you obviously got to check the weather here. Uh, let's talk bats. We'll go Seattle bats first. Anything standing out to you here against Lyles? Yeah. I mean, I guess if I, you know, if, if I'm not playing Lyles to save some money, um, I, I'd probably be looking maybe to, you know, if I'm going to stack this game, you know, Winker always kind of stands out as a play. Rodriguez has been playing well. Um, you know, and if you're stacking, I'd probably include, you know, Crawford and Suarez in there too. But um yeah, I mean, I certainly think you could stack where I could see, you know, obviously playing Lyles too if you needed to save some money. Yeah, J.P. Crawford is another one you could potentially do in like a mini stack. I don't think I full stack Seattle here, but I do think a mini stack is super playable. Um, the Baltimore Bats, you know, Chris Flexen is very hittable. He's not a huge strikeout guy. Um, he gives up a ton of fly balls and a ton of hard contact to righties. So Mancini, Hayes, Mountcastle. Um, all these guys, um, Santander is another one that, you know, a switch hitter Mullins. I think Baltimore stack is very playable here. I do too. And when I was looking at the slate, I just, I'm like, gosh, they just make such a great, 
they just make such a great stack here on DraftKings. I mean, Mount Castle, 2,800, Santander, 3,300, Mancini, 3,900. So, I mean, they're, they're priced so cheap and you can really, you know, pay up for pitching and get another really good stack in there too. So yeah, I, I really like a lot of those Baltimore plays. All right. We got angels at Yankees. This slate is not, this game is not on the slate for FanDuel. It might not be on the slate for DraftKings either because the weather does not look good for this one. We got Dietmers and Tyon um, projected to start for this one. So we'll go we'll go Dietmers first. Everyone knows my thoughts if they listen to the podcast yesterday. So I'll let you give your thoughts on Dietmers and I'll just kind of touch up on some. Yeah, um, I, I don't have any interest in, in, in Dietmers. Um I think he's a, a talented enough pitcher, but, um, you know, going up against a matchup, um, left-handed pitching going up against, you know, judge and, and Torres who's hitting the ball pretty well too. Um, and I just think at his price point on DraftKings at 8,600, um, I, I just don't have any interest in him, um, for tomorrow's slate. It's kind of where I'm at. Um, I mean, it's just a tough matchup going up against the Yankees. Obviously, you know, Stanton O'Donaldson helps, but still a tough lineup against left-handed pitching. And Dietmers isn't going to overpower hitters. Um, and I think that's when we when we want to pitch guys against the Yankees, that's, I think, what you need the most. Um, Jamison Tyon on the other side of this game, coming off of two really strong starts against the, the Rays and the White Sox. Um, they let him go eight innings, 93 pitches, it just really just shows you like the ceiling is still not a complete game shutout because he was at 93 pitches and threw eight innings and had only allowed two hits. So I just, it's tough to play pitchers against the angels because the top half of this lineup is just so good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it, it is. Yeah. Especially yeah. With Trout Otani and Ward now um, having the year that he is. Um, yeah. It's really hard to do, you know, it's kind of looking at his numbers, you know, just a 17% K rate. Um, does have a 7% walk rate, but yeah, it's um, maybe just lack some of the upside um, that I would hope to get from someone like Tyon and especially at his price point at 9,300 on DraftKings. Um, I just don't have a lot of interest. Uh, Angels bats. I mean, you can always play trout. I think it's interesting is it, I don't know if Otani's supposed to pitch in the early game, but as of right now, he's not in the player pool for hitting. So um, it's always a lot harder to stack the Angels when Otani is not available because he's just such a big part of the stack. Yeah. Oh, I couldn't agree more. And I, I yeah, I noticed that as well. So looks like he maybe is going to pitch um, earlier on. But yeah, it is hard to hard to pick out those pieces without him in the in there. But um, yeah, I. Not a ton of interest, um, you know, on the bat side, unless you're maybe looking to, you know, play Trout as a one-off or something like that. He's so expensive. It's so hard to one-off him too. It is. It really is. Yeah. Uh, If this game plays, I definitely don't mind looking at some of these right-handed bats for the Yankees against Deepmers. Not a huge strikeout guy. Not not going to overpower people. Um, What are your thoughts here on the Yankees? Yeah, I agree. I mean, Judge, obviously, just, I mean, he's just been unreal. Um, so always have interest in Judge. Um, I like what I've seen out of Glaber Torres, too. I think he's really, um, really looking looking good as well. Um, and then I'd even throw, you know, if you're looking to save some money, too, and Bahar, certainly don't mind him. But, um, yeah, I think you can certainly stack up a few of those Yankee 
Yankee bats in there. Um, I think they make for a fine stack. All right, moving on. I think those are the only two potential weather games on the slate. San Diego at Milwaukee is where we go next. This game has an eight and a half total. The Brewers are a 120 favorite. We got Shamanaya going up against Adrian Hauser. Any interest here in Shamanaya? Um, I really don't. Um, he's priced up. He's 9,700. I mean, he's he's a good pitcher. I mean, he's got a 26.4% K rate, 8.4% walk rate. Um, but going up against Milwaukee, you know, the matchup, uh, does scare me just a little bit there. Um, and he has given up, um, over, I mean, he has given up home runs over the last few games too. So and there's just, um, yeah, I think there's a couple other pitchers I maybe like a little bit better. I mean, I certainly think you could go there, but, um, he certainly is priced up and the matchup isn't, isn't the easiest. I actually love this matchup for Manaya. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Milwaukee is a team that is very beatable with left-handed pitching. So I like this spot a lot. You know, when Adamas is not in the lineup, Renfro's, you know, out as well. This team is a team that is beatable with lefties. So I I think Shamanaya has a big ceiling in this matchup. Um, and I can't wait to hear the pitchers that you say you like more um, because – I, I think pitching on this slate is it is a little tougher. Yeah. It, and, it, there's no doubt. Yeah. I mean, the thing about Manaya too is when he's pitching well, he's getting 95 plus pitches. So um that is something that is huge, in my opinion, um, on this slate because it'll be interesting. Are they gonna throw out Wong? Is Telus is gonna be in there? Is Yelich gonna be in there? Is Navarra gonna catch? Like, is Jace Peterson gonna play because Adamas is still out? Like what is this lineup going to look like? Are they going to roll out all those lefties? Because if they do that, Sean Manaya is going to have a field day in this spot. Um, he is very good against lefties. He just gives up more fly balls against lefties, but I'm not worried about it with these lefties. So I actually love Sean Manaya today. I think this is a great spot for him. Um, I actually, honestly, I, I don't even mind betting the Padres that you're getting some value betting the Padres in this spot. So I might even write that up on scores and odds tomorrow. Cause okay. I think this is a, a coin flip game. Um, Hauser on the other side, I think he's okay. I think he's okay. Um, I don't have a lean. I, just the Padres lineup has struggled. It, it just really has struggled this year. And there's so much talent potential with the Padres lineup. Um, obviously, Hopefully Tatis is going to be back. Um, I'd still, I, I still think he's probably a month or so away, if not more. It's just there's talent here. Hauser is a guy that I think he's okay. Um, I don't really have, like I said, I don't really have a lean. He struggles with walks. He's very good against righties. Um, I think Hauser is a let's see what the lineup looks like type of play. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I mean, his, his strikeout upside is, you know, 17%. So it's just, you know, kind of average his walk rates, almost 10%, like you said. So he walks a lot of guys. Yeah. It certainly depends on the matchup. And, and to your point with Manaya too, you know, with all the left-handed batters out there, I mean, he certainly could be sitting just in a, in a great position. Um, the part that probably scared me is just, you know, I mean, Milwaukee, um, has been playing well and, you know, you throw Urias in there, um, and McCutcheon and, and some of those other guys in there too. And they can certainly put up runs in a hurry, but 
considering the slate that we're on, he's, he's certainly in the conversation, like you said, for sure. And like you said, one of your top plays. Now you can totally blame me. Um, <laughs> it's fine. you know you you could join the the tweets that i'm gonna get when mania gets lit up here but oh no no um as far as the bats go for san diego um i want to have interest in san diego i I really do because the pricing look at the DraftKings pricing on san diego like machado is expensive but the rest of the stack is just so cheap I agree. I mean, I'm just, you know, you just think back to last year, you know, San Diego was such an amazing stack and without Tatis in it, um, they, they have, they've just struggled. I mean, yeah. Cronenworth, um, Hosmer, all the, all those guys just really, you know, haven't been able to put up the numbers like we're accustomed to seeing. So like you said, I want to have interest too, but it's really hard to get there for sure. Yeah. Depending on ownership. Um, I mean, no, not even going to sugarcoat anything. The Atlanta Rockies game in cores is going to be very high owned here um, today. So, and I think like the Dodgers are going to be pretty popular as well. So I think San Diego could potentially be like a lower owned secondary stack that you could pair with one of those um, stacks on DraftKings. Cause especially if that Baltimore game ends up getting postponed, um, there's just not going to be a ton of value on the slate. So I think San Diego is cheap enough where you're just going to have to kind of see what the slate looks at, at like five or six Eastern tomorrow. Um, that's where like on FanDuel, you know, we were talking about that Washington Cincinnati game. That's where that game is just so juicy um, on FanDuel because you could stack cores with that game. You could stack Dodgers and still get pitching. So um, Milwaukee bats against Manaya. Honestly, with Adamus and Renfro out, that's two of their better right-handed hitters. Um, I think you could take McCutcheon in this spot at 3,700 or Taylor at 3,400. I just don't see myself using a lot of Milwaukee bats here. Yeah. I think it's one of those things too. Like if, if you're going to play them, I'd probably stack and just really hope that Manaya is just not on his game um, and, and get some leverage there. But yeah, it's a little bit harder to pick out um, some individual bats for sure. All right, we got St. Louis at Chicago. Obviously, night before, we're not going to have a, a total in this game yet. Um, the wind looks like it's not going to be a factor here. It looks like it's kind of blowing across the field, and it's not very heavy wind, so not too concerned about the wind here. We got Libertor against Thompson. Um, yeah, Libertor is 7,300. Through five innings last time out against the Brewers, had a pretty good start. Do you have any interest in him here? Um, I mean, I think you could certainly make a case for him. I mean, he is priced higher than a guy like Jordan Lyles, who I have more interest in if I'm looking maybe to save some money. So, um, you know, I could see maybe taking a shot if you're building more than a few more than a few lineups um, just for a price play. Um, but yeah, he's just kind of getting started here. And to me, I, I would rather probably take a shot on Lyles. Yeah, um, my my concern is the top half of this lineup against left-handed pitching is just really good. The bottom half is really bad. So if he could pitch well enough to get around the front end of this lineup, you know, he has a little bit of upside. It's just he struggled a little bit with walks, so that's a bit concerning. Um, 
but on a slate where we just don't have a ton of options, um, I, I think he's I think he's like playable um, in tournaments. He's not a huge prospect. I, he just has a really good curveball. He has good breaking ball stuff. He just doesn't have good fastball. Um, his strikeout numbers in the AAA are okay. Nothing great. Um, so we'll have to see. Um, Keegan Thompson on the other side of this game. I kind of already said it. I think he is going to be kind of popular in this spot. Um, and I don't know how I feel about it. I, I can't lie because I, I get it. You know, his numbers this season, he's done a great job of generating ground balls. He's not getting blown up. St. Louis is a good lineup, especially the top end of this lineup. So it worries me a little bit, but I think on this slate, you just close your eyes and hope he gets there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know how I feel about it either, but I do maybe have some interest on the St. Louis side with some of the bats. I mean, Goldschmidt has been hitting really well. Um, they, they obviously hit better against left-handed pitching, but yeah, I, their lineup can certainly string together some good games too. So I have a little bit of interest in, in St. Louis as a stack, um, but I, I think you're right. I think Thompson is going to certainly carry a decent amount of ownership tomorrow. I think the Cardinals as a stack is super interesting today. Um, I, I really don't think a lot of people are going to play them um, because I think Thompson's going to get some ownership here. And I just think that I think both stacks in this game are interesting. Um what are your thoughts on the Cardinals? Yeah, I like the Cardinals. I kind of had written them down as, as just kind of a sneakier GPP play. I do. I like them a lot. Like I said, Goldschmidt has been playing well. Um, you've got Edmund, you've got Yepes. Um, you've got some, you've got some decent bats in the lineup that I think um, could certainly put up some points. And like a guy like Yepes is down to 3,700. So you can certainly get them as some value plays too. Um, Goldschmidt's obviously priced up um Edmund is 4900 or so but yeah I think just to get a little bit different contrarian certainly have interest more so in them than I do on the Cubs side yeah and I mean the Cubs like I said the top half of the Cubs lineup is very good um against left-handed pitching so Morel, Contreras, Wisdom, Hap, um, Schwindel like if these guys are in the lineup which I'm assuming they will be um they're all in kind of a juicy spot here so yeah i kind of like the cubs a lot in this spot i don't know if i full stack them they're probably more of like a a secondary stack again today for me but um yeah i like this spot overall absolutely especially like when you have the um a, a young pitcher that has struggled a little bit with walks um that's always a good that's always a good type of pitcher to stack against exactly that's a good very good point all right atlanta at colorado big total in this game obviously 11 total uh the braves a 150 favorite we got ian anderson going up against awesome gomber any interest in ian anderson in this spot i don't i mean it's, it's just such a high total um going into coors field here um i mean he is 7100 I mean, I could see, I mean, I could see if you're building a bunch of lineups and maybe taking a chance on him, but some of those other pitchers that we talked about earlier, um, I probably like just a little bit better to take a chance on. So yeah, probably not a ton of interest in, in either Anderson or Gomber for me. 
Yeah, I mean, Ian Anderson hasn't pitched well at all this year um, on top of everything else, on top of going to cores and stuff. So I I just can't do it with Ian Anderson in this spot. And then Austin Gomber is a very talented young pitcher that I like a lot. He just pitches in the wrong home ballpark. Yep. Um, <laughs> love, play, love playing him on the road. Yep. I do think he has a ton of talent. But when you look at Atlanta, they're one of the best teams in baseball against left-handed pitching. They're top five in a lot of statistics. Um, They do strike out a lot against left-handed pitching, but still at the end of the day, um, they're going to put up some runs here against Gomber. So I'm with you, no interest, but ton of interest in the Atlanta bats in this spot. Ozuna is 4,400. Darno is 4,300. Um, we can scroll way down and get Adam Duvall in cores at 2,600. So yeah, I think Atlanta is going to be very popular here. My favorite Atlanta bat is probably Albies. He just has hit left-hand pitching throughout his career very well. I like Riley a lot as well in this spot. So pairing the expensive guys with the cheap guys, definitely getting some, um, Atlanta exposure here. Yeah, absolutely. And like you said, the prices are crazy. I mean, to get Duvall at super cheap price, Riley too is probably one of my favorite plays too. For, and he's just 4,700 going into Coors. So yeah, all, all the Atlanta guys are are certainly in play and they're going to be popular, but um, you know, you mix them with maybe some Baltimore or some of those other stacks um, to get a little bit different is a good way to go. Then the Rockies, I mean, like I said, Ian Anderson has really struggled and we're getting Rockies on the road pricing kind of here. Like, and I know they just, they just played a series at home, but they're not overly expensive here. No, they really aren't. Um, you know, yeah. And, and I like those guys too, CJ Crone, Ryan McMahon. I see Rogers hit a couple of, um, home runs tonight, um, on the Colorado side, but yeah, I mean, they're, they're definitely all in play for sure. All right, we finished out this slate with the Mets at the Dodgers. It was weird, and I just checked one more time, but there's no total out for this game yet, which is always a little concerning um, as far as like talking about the pitching. But as of right now, we have Tajon Walker going up against Tony Gonzalez. Um, any interest in Tajon Walker going up against the Dodgers here? No, not at all. I mean, I'm looking to stack the Dodgers here again. I mean, the Dodgers are always a great – a great stack and a great team to play um, certainly didn't end up that way tonight, but I mean, their lineup is just so super talented and seems like anytime they're on the slate. And I just think going up against Walker, they have a, another great matchup. Um, so yeah, looking to stack the Dodgers here. Yeah. I talked about an expert survey. I faded the Dodgers today and I'm still losing money. Um <laughs> Yeah, I just, I mean, I didn't love the matchup against Quintana. The more I looked into it, the more I just was like, Quintana's just going to go out there and throw a ton of junk. That's what he's done this year. He's just gone out there and thrown a ton of junk, and that's what he did again. Um, Tony Gonzalez on the other side of this game. I hate playing Tony Gonzalez, but I think this is a slate where you just close your eyes again and you just play him, and you hope that he just pitches solid. Um, my biggest concern is the Mets just don't strike out a ton against right-handed pitching, but the flip side of that is we just don't have a lot of options to choose from today. So, I, I mean, I think Gonzalez is just one of those guys you hope Babbitt's on his way and he goes out and throws six clean innings here and, you know, picks up five strikeouts and puts up 20-plus drafting points. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's the guy that I really, you know, kind of, 
Um, hate to say it, maybe prefer over Manaya just because, yeah, you just kind of hope that he just goes out and gets his points, um, you know, has a decent K rate, but yeah, he's not someone I enjoy playing by any stretch of the imagination, but I certainly think because of the slate and limited options, I think he's, he's right up there in the conversation for sure. Yeah. My placeholder lineup was the two of them together. Um, so, and it's, it's really easy to do that with plenty of bats that are cheap on the slate. So that's kind of like, if you're playing cash games, I think that's probably the pairing that you end up on. I today. think it is. Yeah. I think you're right. Yep. All right. Uh, bats. I really don't have a ton of interest in the Mets. I do think that like, if you want to get contrarian and stack against Gonzalez, um, the Mets are going to be extremely low owned here, but I mean, Gonzalez's not typically a guy that gets blown up. He'll give up one or two home runs um, at most and doesn't typically get blown up. Yep. Completely agree. And like you said, yeah, they're going to be extremely low owned and unless you're playing a ton of different lineups to, to get different, that that'd be the only case I would do that, but otherwise no interest. No interest in the in the Mets. Yeah, Tajon Walker, 13% K rate on the season. He has done a good job of um, generating ground balls, but he's just not giving up a ton of soft contact. So, yeah, load up the Dodgers in this spot. This is a great spot for the Dodgers. They're one of the best teams in baseball, and they're probably the best pivot off of cores on this slate. Yep, I completely agree. And, I mean, I what I like about their lineup is they're just loaded from top to bottom. Um, you've got Edwin Rios now that's been playing more regular too, and he's still priced at just 3,900. Um, like him a lot. He's been hitting really well and putting up some good points. So there are, there are a couple spots where you can get some cheaper value in that order, but yeah, I think the whole lineup one through one through nine is in play. All right, let's play the morning grind game. We're going to use DraftKings slates like always um, favorite pitcher under eight K to get six or more strikeouts today. Who do you got? I am going to go with, oh boy. Yeah, it's ugly. Um, I guess I am going to go with, uh, i go with Jordan Lyles. Yeah, that's who I was going to take too. Um, I think I'll go Libertor. He might walk six guys too but i think he has the second best chance to get six more strikeouts um over 8k to score under 15 who's your bus today uh bus today um go detmers yeah i i think i have to go hauser in this spot um over 4k to go yard not in cores who do you like to hit home run not in cores today over 4K? Yep. I am going to go with... Um, actually going to go Cedric Mullins. I like that. Um, it's like off the board too, so I, I like that spot. Um, I mean, Coors is just so good today. Um, <laughs> it is. In the spirit of the game. I'll go Manny Machado today to go yard, hit his ninth home run. Manny Machado is like having a fantastic season, just very underrated. He's hitting like 345. Yep. He's not hitting a ton of home runs. Um, Under 4K to get two hits, not in course. Sticking with the Baltimore. I mean, they're just priced so cheap. I'm going to go Ryan Mountcastle. All right. 
Um, just in case the Baltimore game gets rained out, I'm going to go Morell. Um, he was my pick yesterday. Yeah. And I don't think he got two hits, but he got a stolen base and had like nine fantasy points super early. So, I mean, kind of kind of good enough. Uh, give me a stack to score six or more runs today. Um, I am going to say – I'm actually going to say St. Louis. I, I think they're a sneaky stack. We've talked – I mean, there's obviously the Coors game and Dodgers and things. But, yeah, give me St. Louis. I'm going to go Baltimore. If that game doesn't play, I'll say San Diego. Um, try not to stay the Dodgers and stuff. If you're playing on FanDuel, I really like Cincinnati. Um, yeah. Yep. Just want to hammer that home one more time. <laughs> uh, Christy, any final thoughts before we get out of here? No, I don't think so. Um, yeah. Good little slate. Um, pitching's a little tough, but uh, yeah, a lo- lot of good options to go for bats for sure. It's a really interesting slate for a small slate. So many potential ways to go. I think this is just a slate where you eat the chocolate pitcher and you build around it um, because I, I just some of these pitching options, Gomber, Thompson, uh, Gomber in a spot where like if he wasn't pitching in cores, maybe I could talk about it a little bit more, but not against Atlanta. Thompson at massive chalk probably here. So I just it's a tough pitching slate. Yes, it is. There's no doubt about it. That is going to wrap it up here for Thursday. We'll be back Friday talking more baseball. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you then.